How we doing, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I apologize. I have been gone for the last couple of weeks. I had the Rona, so that's exciting. Um, I was down for about a week, and after that, I was okay. Uh, for me, it just felt like the flu, but you know how with the flu, you normally are like, okay, maybe you get sick on Monday, and then you're like, ah, Thursday should be, you know, back and kicking it. And yeah, no, no, I was sick Monday, and I was still sick next Monday. I didn't start feeling like better, better till uh, next Tuesday. Haven't got back to training yet. Just want to make sure I got have the right buffer time. I will pro- I will be back um, in action tomorrow. It'll be 14 days since um, I've been sick. So uh, no one's reached out to me to ask me if I'm okay. So I'm pretty uh, butthurt about that. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but anyway, let's uh before we dive on into everything. Um, I'm watching the Contender Series right now, uh, so obviously it's a Tuesday night. I'm recording this about 6.39 p.m. to be exact. And uh, I just saw this man named Danny Sevantillo fight. And if you guys are listening to this and you watch the Contender Series tonight, um, this dude's an absolute stud. I don't At this point, I don't know if he's gotten a contract yet. I'll post on my Instagram if he does get awarded a contract. Um, but the dude's an absolute stud. Um, Laura Sanko asked him what... <coughs> excuse me, his uh, fight style is, and he says, I just like to beat the fuck out of people for 15 minutes. So, if that tells you anything about the guy, I mean, that should really tell you everything you need to know. Um, But he looked very impressive, and there was even a 30-24 on the scorecards. It was 30-24, 30-25, and 30-26. Folks at home, if you're like me and you can't do math well, and you had to add a divide some numbers on your phone calculator go ahead and do it for you already did it uh 30 24 24 would be uh three 10 8 rounds i have never seen that before at least in the ufc i don't know about in bellator and small organizations obviously but it's something i have never seen before (laughs) uh so that is the most impressive thing i have seen this week so yeah, that's how we're starting it off there, but uh, we got some fights to get into. Let's talk about this weekend, a uh, couple of exciting, excuse me, prospects um, coming up. I didn't do a whole big uh, breakdown on them. I didn't do a big breakdown on any of the wins this weekend. I never do. You know me. But um, your boy Max Griffin looked absolutely sensational against, if I fuck this name up, I do apologize, um, Ram Ramizi. Ram Ramiz uh Bramahav sorry Bramaha I don't I don't know it's pretty embarrassing I'm sorry uh Ramiz but uh, the man's ear if you guys didn't see go back and look at my Instagram I'm sure you saw it everywhere this weekend um basically blew up <laughs> is the best way I could put it um he touched his ear and he felt it, it 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 was the man's ear was filleted open is i guess you could say would be the best verbiage i could think of it's filleted open uh i don't know if it was i think his cauliflower ear bursted when he got hit with a big right hand um from max griffin uh he looked pretty good up until that point uh max griffin was winning the fight in my opinion but um i believe that was in the third third round so it was towards the end of the fight it could have gone either way in that um depending on what was going to happen in that uh, third round, but 
the man's ear was filleted open. He's posted. He said he's he's okay. It's getting sewed back up. I haven't seen any updates from that yet, but uh, hopefully a speedy recovery to him because um, I believe that was his first fight, his UFC debut, and he made Max Griffin look foolish. Uh, I shouldn't say foolish, but he made he, he he put in a little bit of work against Mac, Max Griffin there early on in the fight, and um, Max Griffin is no. Uh, easy out for any, for anybody in that division and uh, come out there in a UFC debut and debut and look at least as good as as he did was very very impressive to me so hopefully we'll see that guy as soon as possible obviously I want to see him uh heal up um not come back too early but very impressive and then Trevin Giles big big knockout win versus Bravon Lewis uh Trevin Giles is uh the individual that I believe he was supposed to be fighting Kevin Holland uh, about a month and a half ago and passed out right before he was supposed to walk out in the locker room and uh, had to be transported to the hospital. But uh, he is okay, obviously, and uh, we saw that this weekend. Looked goddamn impressive versus uh, Bravon Lewis. And Bravon Lewis, a guy who gave Uriah Hall um, a very, very uh, interesting fight he got knocked out in the third round uh, against Uriah Hall but up until that point looked very impressive and he did the same thing here he looked he looked impressive they traded back and forth uh Trevin Giles just ended up getting the best of him through a big overhand right hit on the uh old side of the top of the top of the head there can't see where I just I just hit my own head you can't see <laughs> but he hit kind of like a little bit above his temple it's a very very dangerous shot um usually puts a lot of puts a lot of guys out um. Yeah, but Trevin Giles looks very impressive, and the man's a full-time police officer. Who does that remind you of? You answered correctly. Jermaine Duran. I mean, you didn't. You probably didn't answer. It's fine. I do a lot of big pauses because uh, I think very slowly. So uh, you're probably just like fucking. Come on, Josh. Let's go. Come on, talk. So uh, but yeah, those are two guys that uh, I found very impressive this weekend, and uh, finally Claudia Gadelia. Took an uh, took an L. Uh, she was coming. She had a three a three or four fight win streak. Um. Um. Up until this fight against uh. Again, if I mispronounce this name, I when I wrote it down, I was like, Good Lord, God, Lord, help me through this. Um. Zion, Yan. I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled X I A O N A N. <laughs> so Yan. Mission, if you uh, if you're mad at me, I'm I'm very sorry. It's it's very hard. Just give me give me a call. Let me know. Let me know how to pronounce your name. Uh, one via unanimous unanimous decision. I haven't watched that fight yet. I watched a little bit of the highlights um, on the recap show, but didn't watch the fight all the way through. But from obviously what they showed, uh, Jan looked very impressive on the feet. Cadelio uh, couldn't really get much of her ground game working. Um. And that's where I thought she was going to win the fight, but she didn't. So, uh, yeah, good win for her. It's a big, uh, a big, a big, big name for Jan uh, to be winning against there, the 115-pound division. Um, if you guys don't know, Jan is um, five and zero in the UFC. She is uh, a girl that's going to be breaking out probably in the top 15 by the end of the week, or next week, depending on what happens um, in that division at 115. 
Um, five, yeah, five and zero in the UFC. She's got no finishes, but it is what it is. At 115 pounds for the women, you're not going to have a whole lot of finishes. Obviously, you got a, you get a few here and there. Obviously, but um, yeah, five and zero now. So six and zero now in the UFC. Sorry, I was looking at my notes from last week when I was trying to do a podcast before, and I just kept coughing up a storm. And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to take another week and uh, let my throat heal. <laughs> but um. And uh, how about Andre Arlovsky this weekend? Tanner Bozer is a, is a gentleman who uh, 2-0 in 2020, 3-1 overall in the UFC. Not a, not a really big guy, 6'2", 235. I think he weighed in at 240 for this fight. Uh, but big, I mean, big power puncher. His footwork is phenomenal for somebody at, at, the, at the heavyweight division. Very quick. Agile, uses lots of head movement, but uh, Andre Arlovsky has seen and heard and done everything there that there is to be done, and um, in the UFC, obviously was the heavyweight champ 15 years ago. I mean, the guy's been there and done that, and he looked fucking impressive this weekend. Not as impressive as Glover looked this weekend. We'll get to that in a minute, but he said he wanted to kind of re revitalize his career a little bit he says he's not he's nowhere near being finished and it just seems like he's been fed to a lot of the guys that um <coughs> excuse me that have been on the come up he's almost sort of like a, he's been sort of a gatekeeper like he fought Rosenstruck and then he fought Francis Ngannou and he's fought he's fought in a couple other guys as well I can't remember who that have that have beaten him um oh yeah uh, what's his name fuck I can't remember his name uh Taitu Avasa guys like that He's kind of been served as a gatekeeper, and I think he's tired of that. I want to say he switched camps. I don't think he's an American top team anymore. Um, if that's the case, I'm not sure exactly where he's at. But we'll see what happens with him. We'll see who they give him next. I don't think they'll give him a top 15 guy, but uh, you never know. The top 15, I mean, the UFC heavyweight division isn't very exciting until you get to those top eight guys. So they could give him a top 15 guy next. Who knows? But looked uh Looked more of the old Andre Arlovsky. Um, wasn't trying to just take people's heads off, which, I mean, that's what he used to do. But, I mean, as far as fight IQ, looked a lot more, um, how do you say it, level-headed, I guess. He wasn't going out there and trying to kill somebody, you know. All right, moving on. That'll bring us to the main event that we saw last weekend, Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira. Um, I... As long as a lot of other people did, had um, Glover not winning this fight. Sorry, texting. That's sorry. That's uh, very unprofessional. I'd like to. I'd like to apologize on behalf of the company and myself. Anyway, I did not have Glover winning this fight. I thought um. Santos's power was just going to be way too much for Glover, and I was don't I was kind of right. There, the all three rounds he was dropped by uh, Santos's. Um, oh shit! Uh, sorry, I'm watching the Contender series, and holy shit, this girl just got knocked out. <laughs> Bad. What's her? I gotta I gotta give this girl's name. 
credit, sorry. I might start doing this. I might start recording during the Contender Series, and I can kind of do a live reaction with y'all. But I'm um, doing a little fight companion and a little fight breakdown at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no one gives a shit. Anyway. But, um, all three rounds, he was knocked, he was knocked down and looked very hurt. But as soon as that fight went to the ground, uh, Glover took, took, took over like that immediately. Look at this beautiful, beautiful shot. Overhand left. Am I saying that right? Let's see. What does she do? Let's see. Overhand right, misses, left hook, straight right, down to the ground, out cold. Fucking beautiful. Who is that? That girl is phenomenal. She hits hard. This, these girls are fighting at 115. This is fucking crazy. I was, as I was just saying, there's not a lot of knockouts at 115 pounds. It might be 125. I don't know. Um, I'll give her her credit when her credits do, though. But Glover was when he was on the ground, immediately controlled the fight from there. Almost submitted him at the end of the second. I mean, I don't know how he from that shot. That shot in the third round that set up the submission. Santos, I think it was a big right hook that sat down. Um, that sat down Glover, and I was like, oh, I I was watching at my brother's house, and he's not. A, I mean, he he likes MMA, but he's not like a a super MMA nerd like I am, and all of you guys are as well. But I was like, oh, this is over, and it looked like it was gonna be over. They could have. They they probably. I mean, they couldn't have stopped that. They could have stopped that fight. I wouldn't have agreed with the stoppage at the time, but um, and then Glover just got on top and took over. Her name is uh. Luana Penhero, Penhejo, I don't know, P-I-N-H-E-I-R-O, I am the king of mispronouncing names, but, um, Brazilian girl, first round knockout, wow, absolutely, uh, incredible, she's, a. Uh, they were talking about her a little bit, she's a high-level judo girl, wasn't, uh, not, not Olympic caliber judo, but, um, that's her background, that's how her martial arts started, anyway, follow her on Instagram, I spell her name for you. You can go watch her. Go watch these fights as well if you're not already. Fuck, they're showing it again. Jesus Christ, man. That Those are heavy shots. That's impressive. Jason Herzog, Herzog stepping in at the right time. Wow, impressive. Just, just as impressive as Glover this weekend, though. But anyway, he was hurt, and it looked like the fight was going to be stopped. It was going to be over. He was done. Glover's done. And then gets on top, takes his back, and taps him and Santos is no is no slouch on the ground he's a he's a black belt he's a long time black belt I mean he's Brazilian I think every Brazilian that fights is a fucking black belt in jiu-jitsu I mean they're both Brazilian but you get my point but Santos just looked like he had no business on the ground with Glover and obviously Glover's jiu-jitsu is much better than Santos's and we know we saw that in this fight it's not something I even put in my notes last week before I was um before I was before I thought I was gonna when I thought I, I thought I I made notes because I thought I was gonna record last week but I was too sick to I didn't even put that I didn't even think that was gonna be a factor I thought this was gonna be a stand up match and if it went to the ground I didn't think much was gonna happen because of obviously they're both black belts in jujitsu high level black belts in jujitsu so that was not something I was expecting for Santos to be dominated on the ground like that. And for Teixeira, man, I think they got to give him the title shot next. He's that's his last five fights, five wins. He's beat tough guys. He's beat Christoph Jocko. He's beaten. He's beaten his last fight. Beat the shit out of Anthony Smith. No one saw that coming. 
think mo- everyone and their dog had Anthony Smith winning that fight versus a 41-year-old glo- old Glover. A couple other um, – I can't remember who else he fought. But um, fucking insane. I've, I, if I'm the UFC, I take Adesanya out of that title fight and I give it to Glover just out of respect. You can give Adesanya to somebody else at 205. He could fight oh, – who, who could he fight at 205? What would be a good fight for him at 205? I don't know. I'll have to think that one. Hey, when I post this, leave it in the comment section uh, or DM me on Instagram. Uh, who you think Adesanya should fight if he's not going to fight for the title? If they do give it to Glover, which they might. Dana White seemed like he was considering that at the press conference at the end of the end of the night. So I'm hoping that's what we see. Glover has been in the business for so long. He's... 41 years this is this is his last shot at the title and i would i'd like to see him get it i would really like to see him get it nothing would make me glover is just one of the the nicest guys in the sport it was like watching donald cerrone finally fight for a title obviously not win but it's just he just makes you feel good like Derek lewis when he fought um daniel cormier we like everyone knew Derek wasn't going to win that fight i picked him to win that fight just because i love the guy but it just it made you feel good Speaking of Derek Lewis, that guy looks fucking impressive, doesn't he? What he did to, um, I am blank on names so much. It's a real Prague hitting the head a lot. But what he did to, um, holy fuck, Alexio Linick was so impressive. Flying knee, right hand, finished it on the ground. Looked good. He said he's one of the baddest blue belts in Texas, and <laughs> he, uh, he looks like he proved it. Very, very impressive. I did not expect him to win that fight. I like, I picked him, but I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna win that fight. All right, moving on. Little, I only broke down a couple of fights for you this weekend. There's not a whole lot of exciting guys. I, like I saw someone was fighting. I was. I look on SureDog for all this. I don't know how accurate that is. If it's not very accurate, please tell me because that's where I get all my information from. So, someone please correct me and direct me towards another site to get that information. But. But I saw someone was fighting unknown name. I'm like, okay, I'm not breaking down that fight. But um, anyway, some exciting fights in that card. Uh, Antonio Arroyo versus Eric Yaboy Anders. God, do I love it when Bruce Buffer says Yaboy. That is one of my favorite things in MMA. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but it it really is. Eric Yaboy Anders is uh. Fighting this weekend. Um, anyway, if y'all don't know who Arroyos is, uh, this is his second fight in the UFC. He's coming off a loss to Andre Munoz um, about a year ago to the date. I think they're fighting on the 17th, and he last fought November 16th. Might have been 18th. I don't know. One of those two dates. Um, lost that fight to uh, Andre Munoz. I don't know who Andre Munoz is. I'm just reading these notes. But, um,. He did have a two-fight stint on the Contender Series. The first fight was a decision, and then he ended up getting a submission there, and the second fight won the contract, so we'll see what happens there. I've never seen him fight, so I don't know what he's capable of. But when I was looking through um, Eric Anders' you know, list of people who he's fought, he's fought ten times in three years in the UFC. That's a lot of fights. He's only he's only been in the UFC since 2017. He's had like four losses. 
I think that loss to Lyoto Machida was bullshit. I had I I had Eric Anders winning that fight. I'm still mad about that. It's just because it was in Fortaleza in his hometown. It is what it is. I thought he won the fight. No worries. Um, but three and one in his last two. Um, just lost to Christoph Jocko. Close decision. I want to say it was a split decision. Look look good in that fight, especially against a guy in Jocko who is. He hits very hard. I know a lot of guys in the light heavyweight division hit hard, but the way he hits, it makes people. He hits people like the way Amanda Nunes hit Ronda Rousey, and just the look in her eyes was like, holy shit. That's how he hits people. If you guys haven't watched him fight, go watch him fight. Watch him fight this weekend. You'll see it. Eric And I mean, he's not going to do that to Eric Anders because he's just such a tough guy. Played football at Alabama under Nick Saban, won a national championship there. Just been an athlete his whole life, so it's I don't think you're going to see that in um, Eric Anders, but you might you're, you're going to see it in some of the other guys he's fought. Trust me. Let's make, let's make I'm only doing three fights. Let's make some predictions. Um, I'm going to take Eric Anders by knockout. I want to say Arroyo is going to get a little too reckless going in there. A lot of people underestimate Eric Anders just because he's he doesn't look like. He looks like a football player. That's the best way I can describe it. He looks like a football player. He he doesn't have like he's not sh- he's a big fu- he he's fucking huge. Okay, don't get me wrong, he's huge, but he's not a shredded guy. He's he's not fat either, but he just looks like a big country fed boy. <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. Big corn fed American boy is what is what Eric Anders looks like, and that's what he is. And he hits very hard. You saw that in the uh, Silva fight. Not Anderson Silva. I uh, can't remember his first name, but someone Silva, some Brazilian guy. Knocked it. One of the, the, the... Some knockouts you see, and it makes you worried for the other guy's health. I mean, obviously getting knocked out is never good. But some guys you see... Like, when I saw Ben Askren get knocked out, obviously I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, holy shit, that's crazy. But immediately after, I was like, that guy's still out. And it's been a couple of minutes. And then I was just concerned from that point on until he posted on Twitter. 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 So, uh, yeah, that was one of those knockouts. If you go back to uh, his first win after a two-fight losing streak, can't remember who he, who it was. But um, go back to sure dog and look who that fight is and then go look for it in, in the fight pass car and on fight pass or probably espn plus at that point but yeah go back and look for it it's an insane knockout so i'm gonna take eric anders by uh tko 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 in the second round i think he's gonna lull him into maybe a little bit of false sense of security he kind of does that sometime he's not a really fast um not of a good foot not not a bad footwork but he doesn't have like crazy footwork to where he moves in and out he's kind of moves in throws what he needs and gets out it's kind of what i do but i'm terrible way worse than he is at it but uh yeah anders by a second round tko and then a fight that is kind of i think is, it's a it's the co-man event but i think it, it's kind of being slept on and abdul razak al hassan versus uh colin colin williams um, if you don't know, Al Hassan is four and two overall in the UFC. Okay, the fight he just lost on Fight Island was to a newcomer, um, who apparently is a super super high level, like highest level you can imagine. Not not Sanchai level, but high fucking like 
highest level of Muay Thai that we have ever seen in the UFC. He is one of the head coaches at Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. If you don't know how big of a deal that is, that's a fucking huge deal. And he stand and bang and banged with him the entire fight. Go back and watch that fight if you didn't watch it. That fight is insane. I want to say it was on the Whitaker Till card on uh, Fight Island. So go back and watch that fight. Fucking incredible fight, okay? But he lost that via decision. Went three rounds with the guy. I thought he won like the first. Maybe the, I think it was the second round. I thought Al Hassan won, but um, he looked for for a guy that isn't that level of a Muay Thai guy. He looked very good. So uh, it, that, just to put it in perspective for y'all, just just so you know, all ten of his wins are by knockout or TKO. And he's never been finished. The high-level Muay Thai guy couldn't finish him. Okay? And uh, if, you, if you didn't know, he is fighting out of, uh, what do you call it? Fortis, Fortis MMA. It's where Uriah Hall is fighting out of. Um, Jeff Neal fights out of there. There's a couple other up-and-comers that are fighting out of there. Um, a new gym that looks like it's going to be a, a wrecking crew in professional MMA. It's the gym that no it doesn't take sh- they don't take no shit from their fighters. They expect to say... Go go watch, go go look it up. I don't want to explain it. I just got done with Rona. My brain ain't working so good. So uh, anyway, Colin Williams. If y'all haven't seen him fight either, he's on a seven fight win streak, one or no in the UFC. Uh, just coming off a huge knockout win, twenty seven second knockout win at a UFC two forty seven versus Alex Morano. Which fun fact, Alex Morano also trains at Fortis MMA. So uh. It could be a little bit of a little bit of a rival rivalry here. He, uh, Al Hassan might want to be getting one one back for his teammates. So look for fucking a fucking slugfest in this fight. The man's ten and zero. Also, all of his wins are coming off knockout or TKO, and also have has never been finished. Never been finished. So uh, definitely put this one on your radar, folks. I am going to take Abdul Ralzak Al Hassan by third round knockout. Not TKO, knockout. Mark my words. I'm very bad at predicting. Not the point. <laughs> but I'm still gonna take that by a by him by knockout late in the fight in the third round. I think it's gonna be an absolute war. If you guys don't have time off work, get the time off work. Tell him you got you got shit to do. I don't know. Fucking figure it out. Not my problem to figure out. And watch that goddamn fight. It's going to be really good. I am swearing a lot. I am so sorry. I marked this down as a clean podcast on Spotify. So no one report me for language. I might have to change that soon. But. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't know why. I, I noticed that today. I was like, I can't talk. I had a meeting at work. And I was like, I can't talk without swearing. This is a real problem. Trying to talk about business. I work at a bowling alley. Ain't much business going on. But still, that's not the point. It's disrespectful. Anyway, that'll bring us to the main event of the evening. And a fight I am actually more looking forward to see than I was at the beginning of the week. That is because, one, Islam Makachev is out of the fight versus Rafael Dos Anjos. What does that mean? I'll tell you what that means. 
in comes Paul Felder on four days' notice, five days' notice. How many days' notice? That was yesterday. Four days' notice. Five days. I don't know. Listen, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a math whiz. I don't know how days work, okay? I'm just here to break down fights. That's all I know. Anyway, four or five days' notice. Felder coming off a loss to Dan Hooker, who in a fight I thought he won personally. I was in the hospital that day watching it because I thought I was having a heart attack, but I wasn't. I was just having an anxiety attack. Anyway, uh, a fight I thought he won on February 23rd. Uh, two and one in his last three. He's coming off. The other two wins were... Fuck, who did he fight? I cannot remember. Two good wins, though. Uh, a man I saw fight in person, so I always root for him. Saw him fight against uh, Mike Perry at 170 pounds at UFC 226. Cormier versus Stipe won. But um, <coughs> man only has uh, 10 finishes uh, via knockout, which you would think would be a lot more because the guy is uh, more of a stand-up fighter, uh, very good Muay Thai. And now he works with uh, – he works under Duke Rufus a lot as well. So I, I, something you would I mean, expect to see more of, but it's not a big deal. It has only one submission victory, which is normally when you see a guy with the stand-up av of Paul Felder, you don't see almost any submissions. So that's – Kind of impressive in my book. Um, and the man's only been finished one time. He's tough as nails. And that was uh, to Francisco Tronaldo. And it wasn't what you would call a regular... Oh, Jesus. These two boys are throwing. Don't know their first names, but it's Moda and Lowry. And they are standing and trading. Holy good God. Good Lord. Let's watch this for a minute. I'm going to break this down for y'all. I know you don't want to see that. Lowry's kind of keeping his right hand a little more down than I like to see. I like the I like guys with more of a high guard, um, at least hands in front of their both hands in front of their face. Um, oh 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 oh! He got caught with the right hand. Just his left hand was down. He got caught with that right hand of Moda. Lowry moving back forward. Oh, throws a flying knee. Doesn't land. Oh, that's exciting. Anyway, um, back to Paul Felder. But uh, that was uh, by Dr. Stoppage, so not not your most uh, traditional way of losing via, you know, TKO. So, exciting fight. As for Dos Anjos, this is his first fight back at 155 pounds. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be fighting at 155. It might be at 170, um, which, I mean, it's still a 155-pound fight. These guys both fight at 155 now. Paul Felder's only fought at 170 another time. This because the fight was really interesting for him, but... Oh, Jesus, these boys are throwing, and Moda keeps getting caught with that right hand. His left hand's hanging down there. This looks like he's going, he keeps he keeps fainting, fainting for it, like a, like he's going to shoot a double leg, and he's not, it, it does not look like it, it, it's working at all. It doesn't, it, it's a really poor faint. I know I can't do much better, but, oh, now Lowry's coming back and throwing some big hands. Oh, he just got caught with the right again. Got knocked down. Didn't get hurt. Popped right back up. Jesus, these boys are throwing leather. Damn. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just really into this fight. Jesus. you got, Guys, you got to start watching the contender series, okay? There's some really exciting fights on there and really good prospects on there. You're seeing a lot of guys. Jeff Neal was a prospect on there. Uh, obviously, we saw Greg Hardy on there. Uh, 
there's a couple other, a couple other guys as well. Anyway, uh, Joe Sanjos is one in four in his last five fights. Um, the man just hasn't didn't really find a groove at 170. He beat up Robbie Lawler a lot, <laughs> a lot, and it looked like he was going to be the next guy at 170, and then lost immediately after to uh, Colby Covington in a, in a shellacking, is for lack of a better term, is what it was. Um, the man, the man, you know, something you don't think of, he was, he was the champ at 155 for a while, he beat the shit out of, out of Cowboy in 52 seconds, lost to Eddie Alvarez, obviously, but he was the man for a while, four, he's got, he's had four, oh my god, he's had 40, I'm sorry, <laughs> he's had 42 fights, he's only been finished three times in 42 fights, and I believe only by TKO once. The only advantage I really see for Dos Anjos here is on the ground. Um, he has like, he's got like 20 submission victories, something like that, 18 or 20 submission victories, something crazy. Um, most of his victory, no, I don't think it's 20. I'm lying. I'm lying to y'all for no reason. It's a, it's a lot though. It's a, he's only got five fights, win, uh, five fights won by knockout or TKO. Uh, one of those obviously to Donald Cerrone that we mentioned earlier. But I think this fight's more interesting to me, uh, just because just because I want to see Paul Felder succeed. I mean, you can't not like the guy, uh, but I'm gonna take Paul Felder uh, by TKO later in the probably in the fourth round. I don't know if they go five rounds, uh, either third or fifth, fourth round. If they go if they go five rounds, fourth. If they don't, he'll probably finish them in the third. If not, probably by decision. Just a couple of housekeeping notes. Um, uh, my favorite portion of the show at least i wouldn't really call it housekeeping notes um poirier versus connor a contract has been signed by dustin poirier agreeing to the bout for ufc 257 january 23rd there's no location set yet they're just waiting on conor mcgregor to sign that contract i'm really excited for that fight dustin poirier deserves that fight more than anybody else in the ufc at 155 pounds Excuse me. But, um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that fight. I don't think anyone's not. I mean, everyone looks forward to a Conor McGregor fight. In fact, Conor's the main reason I got back into into the UFC, started watching the UFC again. Uh, if you don't know, I've, I've, I've been watching the UFC since about 2008, 2009. All I watched, you know, that was when Chuck Liddell was big. Uh, who was popping? Leo Machida was really popping then. It was right when John Jones was starting to get into the mix. He was fun to watch. I think his first fight I saw him against was Ryan Bader. That was exciting. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And uh, Rashad Evans was huge. That was that se- the season of the Ultimate Fighter with Kimbo, and Brandon Schaub, and Roy Nelson, and um, of the Ultimate Fighter with uh, Rampage and. Uh, Rashad Evans, that was an exciting season, and that's when I was really starting to watch it, and I kind of fell off for a few, in high school, I, don't, I didn't watch almost any fights at all, um, so I didn't see Conor McGregor fight Marcus Brimage, or I think the first fight back I saw him was uh, Dennis Seaver, when was that, I'm going to take a look at that real quick, because uh, that's, that's really the first fight I started really watching again, and um But um, 
Yeah, that was like I said, that was the really first fight I started watching again. Then I got a job to where um, I was a merchandiser for Coca Cola, so I just go around and um, yeah, that's right about the time. Yeah, right, senior year of high school, January fifteenth, twenty fifteenth, baby, uh, was when I really started getting back into it. And I watched that fight, and I watched him fight um, Aldo <clears throat> in a crazy fight. Oh my God, these boys are throwing! Holy fuck! These boys are beating the shit out of each other. Good googly moogly, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Moda is putting it on Lowry. He's got blood in his eyes. He keeps wiping it. He can't. The man can barely see. <coughs> Referee's taking a real close look at him. He is hurt. His nose. Is, oh my god. His nose is busted. His nose, I am not kidding, looks like Robbie Lawler's uh, fight against. Uh, it's not as bloody. His eyes aren't as messed up, but it looks like Rory McDonald's versus Robbie Lawler's right now. Oh my God! Just from that one flurry alone, was he wasn't he got knocked down in that first round? But jeez, if you guys want to sync this up, I'm at two minutes and two seconds, one second, no seconds, one fifty nine, one fifty eight. If you're if you wanted to, just just so you know where I'm at in this fight. Oh man, every time I start watching it, nothing happens, and then I start talking. I start doing the podcast again. Oh, Lowry coming back against Moda. Don't a cut. He's hurt. Moda's hurt. Oh my God! These boys are throwing heat. Wow. Oh my goodness. Moda is backing up now. Lowry's got him on his heels. Moda's been going forward the entire fight. Now he ain't going forward at all. He's circling the cage. He's moving back. He's not trying to engage at all with Lowry. Moda with a good left hook. Goodness, these boys are swinging. Anyway, like I was saying, yeah, 2015. Oh, my God. I can't continue this podcast. I am watching these boys throw down you guys i'm telling you you gotta watch the gosh darn contender series because these, these boys want a contract they're fighting for a job they are fighting for a job right now they're fighting for the, their dream and they always always these fights always deliver it's like they say it's the craziest job interview in the world Oh, Lowry caught Moda again. Grant Cardone with your hardest job interview. This is the hardest job interview right here. Get the fuck out of here with the asking how much money you have in your bank account and what do you do to qualify to work here and have you had any sales experience. No, this right here is the world's hardest job interview. Get out of here with that bullshit. I don't want to hear anything like that. This is a fight. Fight for your job. That's what this is. I'm sorry. That makes no sense. Wow, what a round. That was the second round. Lowry is hurting, though. Jeez. His nose is busted. He's bleeding. He's bloodied up. Good Lord. Anyway, <laughs> senior year, yeah, senior year of high school, and I watched him fight Aldo, and then I didn't really get into any. I mer like I said, I merchandise at Coke, and I started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and that's when really I started to get back into the swing of things, at least, as far as fi watching fights go. Um, the first podcast I had listened to was right after, um, um, fucking gosh darn it, um, Michael Bisbing, 
fought. It wasn't Luke Rockhold. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Um, Dan Henderson for the title. Um, I had I hadn't I didn't watch the fight, but that was the first podcast I listened to was the fight companion for that because they had a fight companion for that. And then after that, it was it, it's been all bla- all systems go since then. I've watched almost every UFC pay per view, every UFC fight night that you could imagine, and I've just been a huge fan ever since. And I'm just happy that I've found something. It's really the only thing I've ever found in my life that I've really truly come to love and appreciate. Um, anyway, that's just a little bit about me. That's not important. What is important is breaking down who who do you think's gonna win. Um, Um, the Leon Edwards versus Kazmat Shemaev fight. The fact I'm not going to break it down quite yet, but the fact that Leon Edwards is the underdog in this fight is a slap to the fucking face. He is seven and zero in his last seven fights. He's won seven fights in a row, seven fight win streak. He's beaten tough guys. He's beaten Gunnar Nelson, best one of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the in the game. Made him look embarrassed him on the ground. Took him down and took his back immediately, and it stayed that way for the majority of the fight. And I know he's not super exciting to watch because he wrestles; he's just like Khabib, but without all the finishes, he has a lot of decisions. But it's still—it's a slap in the face to Leon Edwards to not have a fight, and he got the shit end of the stick. He was supposed to fight Tyron Woodley in March in in England, in London. Before we knew that was after that was supposed to be Tyron's first fight back. And, and the way Tyron's looked, Leon would have destroyed that Tyron. And he would have been a huge star. And he probably would have been fighting for the title next. It's just such unfortunate. This pandemic hasn't hit anyone harder than it's hit Leon Edwards. He was just about to start riding high, in my opinion. And it got taken away from him, unfortunately. So just the fact that Shemaev is the favorite. I know he's exciting to watch. He hits fucking hard. If you guys, I went back and watched a bunch of the footage from him. In the local circuits, I don't really know what you'd call it over in Chechnya or Russia, wherever he's from. But, dude, that guy was so scary. But Leon Edwards is a different fucking animal, man. I'm telling you. Different animal. But um, I'm still, gonna, I'm still excited to watch that fight. Lowry is coming back, though. He is getting the better of all these exchanges in the second in the fourth round third round sorry 230 229 228 227 if you want to sync it up in the third round um those feints are really starting to work now he's work he's not mixing in the the double leg feints anymore like he was he's not level changing but he's throwing a lot of feints and he's getting big reaction from moda but he's wearing he's wearing his damage a lot more than moda is but moda is not moving forward at all he is feeling he is feeling these shots from uh lowry here Head kick from Lowry. Blocked by Moda. Oh, Moda coming back. Big right hand. Big left hook. Man, every time Lowry throws a kick to the leg, Moda comes and throws a big overhand and that lands. Exciting fight. Exciting. Go back and watch this. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, that's really all I got for y'all. I'm sorry. 
I'll break. I'll watch the rest of this fight with y'all for a minute. And uh, oh man, Mo, these guys are just throwing. One guy will go and he'll. The, Lowry will go and Moda will sit there and take it. Then Moda will come back and Lowry will sit. A big head kick from Moda. That rocked Lowry a little bit. Lowry's kind of standing back a little bit. He's got his hands up. These guys are both breathing hard. What a fight. Both guys don't want to engage right now. They're just kind of st Oh, big overhand. Big straight right from Moda. Oh, Moda in the tie clinch here. Lowry's going in from that double leg. Oh, my goodness. What a crazy fight. 40 seconds left. Moda looking up at that clock. He's These guys are both exhausted. What a crazy fight. Wow. Man, there's been some real exciting contender series fights. Looks like these guys are just going to kind of stall this out right now to the end of the round. That'll do it. Oh, big left, big right elbow from Lowry. Looking for that takedown again. I don't think he's going to get it, though. There's only eight, four seconds left. Wow, what a fight, gentlemen. Big embrace there at the end. Congrats. Man, yeah, I'd give both those guys a contract. That was impressive. I don't know what weight this is at. I want to say it's at 155. Wow, man, Lowry is really wearing that damage, and that's probably going to play a big factor into the decision on this fight. I had Moda win in this fight. I think Lowry, Lowry won that last round, but I think Moda won the first two. Man. Crazy fight, man. I'll stay with y'all till the decision here. I'm sure Dana's impressed with that. I mean, I love... Listen, I just I was just praising how much these contender how good these contender series fights are. But at at what point are we gonna have too many people in the UFC? I mean there's like five hundred fighters on the on the oh man, that head kick I was saying from Moda, I just replayed that. That was a snuck it underneath the it was kinda threw like a I don't know what you want to call it, like a front kick almost that landed like a roundhouse. That was crazy. Right on the chin with his foot. But I think there's, there's a lot of fighters in the UFC, and at what point is there going to be too many? I mean, I get they cut a lot of guys. They don't cut that many people, though, because they sign new They sign, like, however, just from the Contender Series, like 30 guys a year, it seems. All right. Laura Sanko's in with the decision here. Let's see who, she's, see who they got. Put a little bit of sound on here. I don't think y'all can hear it. No, y'all can't hear it. Let's see. 30-27, Moda won the fight. Nick Moda, congratulations, man. Wow, impressive. 12 pro wins, wow. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's at Nicholas Moda, N-I-K-O-L-A-S-M-O-T-T-A. Man, wow, that guy looked impressive. I mean, the other guy looked impressive as well, so congratulations to both of those guys. Hopefully some one of y'all gets a contract. Anyway, sorry, that went on a little long today with my ramblings, but um, thanks for tuning into the podcast, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, we will see you again next Tuesday. I think we'll start doing these uh, Tuesday nights and watching the Contender Series with y'all. So That was a lot of fun for me. Hopefully it was fun for you guys. Anyway, take care and have a good rest of your night. Bye.